0: If only I could, thought Ralph. There followed an unusually pleasant day for the mice. Keith stuffed the bacon
1: and toast and jelly through the knothole.
0: The mice feasted on bacon and jelly before the ants could get at them. And stored the toast against the rapidly approaching time when Keith must leave the hotel. They slept, they slept all morning while Keith alternately snapped and played with his cars. For My lunch,
1: number eight.
0: for lunch they enjoyed peanut butter sandwiches again.
1: <laughs>
0: Ralph did not sleep all that afternoon. He found himself, did you just kiss the book?
1: Yes, it's amazing. It's a mouth uh, and a motorcycle.
0: Ralph did not sleep all that afternoon.
1: It's a mouth and a motorcycle. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Hey.
0: Ralph did not sleep all that afternoon.
1: He
0: found himself thinking about the tantalizing glimpse he had of the ground floor and of all the opportunities it offered mice. Crumbs in the dining room, leftovers in the kitchen, scraps in the garbage. He lay daydreaming on a pile of shredded Kleenex. He could see himself on the first floor, pilfering crumbs in the dining room at night after the guests were in bed. And from the dining room, he would go to the kitchen right past the night clerk, who was sure to be asleep. If only he could make the trip on the motorcycle. The thought of the motorcycle put an end to Ralph's daydream and made sleep impossible. After tossing about on his bed of Kleenex, he got up and poked his head out the knothole. Keith was awake, lying back on the pillows with his cards beside him. He smiled wanly at Ralph. How are you feeling? asked Ralph.
1: Sort of tired,
0: answered Keith. Ralph climbed through the hole. Where are your folks? They went out for a little while. They'll be back. I'm supposed to take a nap. Are you going to? Asked Ralph. I'd rather talk to you. Keith leaned over and set the motorcycle on the floor. Want to ride it? He asked. Do I want to ride it? Ralph scarcely believed he had heard correctly. You mean you'll let me after the way I lost it for you? You proved you could be responsible when you brought me the aspirin, explained Keith. You're more grown up. Thanks, said Ralph modestly. I guess mice grow up faster than boys. Keith sounded as though he longed to grow up as rapidly as a mouse. You grow up a little bit every day, Ralph said, as he removed his crash helmet from its hiding place behind the curtain. I guess you're right, agreed Keith. My dad measures me every six months against the door jamb of our kitchen back in Ohio. and each mark, he makes it... he makes is higher than the last, "'but I never feel myself growing. "'You wait long enough and you'll be a grown-up.' "'Ralph felt as if he had said something very wise "'as he slipped the rubber band on his crash helmet "'around his whiskers. "'I guess so,' Keith slumped back to the pillows. "'But it takes so long.' "'I grew up, didn't I?' asked Ralph. "You "'You said yourself I'd become a responsible mouse.' "'Yes, you did,' said Keith thoughtfully.' I guess that's part of the secret just getting bigger isn't enough you have to learn things like not taking off down a steep hill on a bicycle that you aren't used to hand when you aren't used to handbrakes, stuff like that ralph walked with a light slight swagger to the motorcycle grabbed the hand grips and threw his leg across the seat he remembered to pick up his tail before he started he took off across the carpet and circled the room Covering the rough parts under the dresser and chair and coming to a halt beside the bed. Wait, dad. Yeah.
1: Um, um, does it say, remember?
0: It says PB PB dash B dash B. Pub B Pub. It's pub. B pub- bub- bub- <sighs> She has good balance on a rough road, said Ralph with authority. She's a mighty fine machine. Say, Ralph, said Keith, suddenly sitting up. How would you like to come with me when we leave the hotel? Come with you? Ralph was stunned. He had expected to live and die in the Mountain View Inn. And now he's being offered the opportunity for travel that he had dreamed of. Yeah, come back with me to San Francisco and then back to Ohio. Ralph's first thought was of the motorcycle. If he went with Keith... He would not have to be separated from the motorcycle. Keith must have sensed Ralph's thoughts because he said, You could ride the motorcycle every day. Dad. Yeah.
1: Mom, Dad, off my batch, you can have a band aid to me.
0: Okay, I'll get you a band aid. Ralph was silent.
1: Oh, my bug bite.
0: Okay, oh well. Ralph was silent. He had begun to think of other but things.
1: No, it doesn't hurt anymore. Oh, good. It was for my bug bite. Okay. It was for my
0: dad. uh, Ralph was silent. He had begun to think of other things. His family, the permission he had earned to visit the ground floor, Keith's family, and how they might feel about a mouse. Come on, Ralph, said Keith. You could travel in my pocket. Your mother doesn't care for mice, Ralph pointed out. Not running around loose, agreed Keith. But she let me keep a couple of white mice once. I still have their cage at home. You'd be very comfortable in it. Comfortable in a cage? Ralph was horrified. No, thank you. Oh, come on. Would you like to be shut up in a cage? Demanded Ralph. Well, no, but... Neither would I, I, said Ralph. Especially now that I can finally go to the ground floor. In his disappointment, Keith slumped back on the pillows once more. I guess I knew you really wouldn't want to come, he said. I understand. "'I sure will hate to see the motorcycle leave,' said Ralph, and that hastily. "'And you, too, of course.' "'The boy and the mouse were silent. "'Both were thinking of their wishes and their regrets, "'and their wishes could not come true. "'Keith rolled over on his side and propped his head up on his fist. "'Would you like to keep the motorcycle?' he asked. "'Keep it? Me?' "'Sure,' said Keith. "'I can save up my allowance and buy another one when we get back to Ohio.' "'You really mean it?' Ralph ...could scarcely contain his excitement. Keep it for my very own? Of course. How come? Ralph wanted to know. I'd just like to think of you riding it, said Keith. You know, if you grow up enough to be trusted with a mouse-sized motorcycle... ...maybe someday I could earn a big one. The excitement drained out of Ralph. I can't. I don't have any place to keep it. It's too big to go through the knot hole and I couldn't hide it... ...behind the curtain forever... Because I heard that after Labor Day, when there aren't so many tourists, they take the curtains down to be cleaned. That is a problem, agreed Keith. There must be some place in a big hotel like this where you could keep a motorcycle. Ralph sat on the motorcycle, thinking as hard as he could. In his closet? He couldn't get out. Get it out when the door was closed. Under the bed? Eventually it would be found. How about downstairs? suggested Keith. I could carry it down for you before you leave. There must be a good hiding place down there somewhere. There's there's that big old clock my ancestor ran up, said Ralph thoughtfully. Nobody ever cleans under it, but frankly, I don't care to have it striking over my head. Keith thought a while. How about the big television set in the lobby, he asked. The noise shouldn't bother you because you would only go under it at night when everyone is asleep. Yes, Ralph was excited. That's a perfect garage. I saw it when I got the aspirin. The legs are just high enough for the motorcycle but not quite high enough for a vacuum cleaner attachment. Then it settled said Keith and then added rather sternly, Ralph thought. But first you must ask your mother. Ralph dismounted and ran to the knothole. He was gone several minutes before he returned to announce it in triumph. She says I can keep the motorcycle if I promise to drive carefully and wear my crash helmet every single time I ride it. Swell! Keith was just as excited as Ralph. When we check out I'll hide it for you while my folks are busy paying the bill. I can't thank you enough. Ralph fastened his crash helmet once more. I never thought I would have a motorcycle of my very own. Keith lay back on the pillow and smiled at the mouse, mounting the motorcycle. It'll be fun thinking of you riding around that big old lobby when I'm back in Ohio this winter going to school. And When the teacher asks us to write a composition about our summer vacation, I can write about meeting a brave mouse named Ralph who rode a little motorcycle. I'll tell about your bringing the aspirin, except I'll have to call it a pill because I can't spell aspirin. Of course, the teacher won't believe it, but she'll probably say I show imagination. Ralph felt proud to think he was going to be written about in a composition in far-off Ohio. He grabbed his tail, gunned the motor, and took off, heading for the threadbare part of the carpet that made such a good speedway. Round and round, he sped faster and faster until his whiskers blew back. And he was filled with the joy of speed. He longed to wave at Keith, to Keith, but he realized a good driver must keep his both paws on the hand grips. He glanced up and noticed that Keith's eyes were closed. The boy had fallen asleep with a smile on his face. Ralph dragged his heels to break the motorcycle. Quietly, he parked it beside the bed, and quietly he removed the crash helmet and hid it behind the curtain. He did not want to disturb the sleeping boy. Ralph could wait to ride the motorcycle. It was his to keep. And Miriam, do you want to describe the last picture? Yes, yes. Does it look familiar?
1: Hey, can I see it?
0: Oh, no, I thought that was on the cover. So what's Uh, it a picture of?
1: So, it's a picture of, so there's a shadow behind him and, um, there's, he's holding a motorcycle with his hand and um he's about obviously huh.